0: Thanks for tuning in for the Go Unite podcast. We are the founders of Go Unite. I'm Michael Christensen, and I've been in the nonprofit sector for about eight years now. I mainly work in the arts.
1: I'm Ian Harris. I call myself a designer, a thinker, and a maker.
2: I'm Corey. I'm just here. He's our
0: friend. Hello. (laughs) Go Unite is a massive undertaking which aims to make our communities better at functioning, uh, more vibrant places to live, getting people involved in causes, and more engaged.
1: We have more info on what Go Unite is on our Patreon with our white paper, but we're here doing this podcast for you to get to know us.
2: And our main goal is to get to know other people that are like-minded, that want to better their communities and better their lives.
1: And for us to test our ideas and defend them and and work them out some more.
2: And for me to argue (laughs) with these two
0: fools. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. Um, So here we have the, is this the fifth podcast? It is is the the fifth. fifth podcast. Okay, fifth podcast. All right, so today's discussion is uh, centralized versus decentralized or Borg versus Federation. Hmm. Or many other things. I should have come up with an or. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah many that. other things. Basically, like, you know, is something uh, controlled by a small group of people or is something controlled by everybody? Yeah, like well, last time. Would it
2: be a small group of people? Wouldn't it just have to be one person to be centralized?
0: That would be, like, no, super centralized. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because okay. what we yeah. were
2: talking
1: about last time was on the volunteering one. Mm-hmm. It was about having a central place for all plans to go and then have all of the instructions there, like, to be optimized in one place. Mm-hmm. But that right. would be, like, a more like a computer right. than no, even a person or a group of people.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so that, yeah, exactly. And, and so... I okay, was so. saying oh, that
1: that sounded a little fascist. He's a, he's There's, a little
2: that fascist. There's, There's that word.
0: There's that F word. Hints of fascist. And then we were all anxious to uh, continue on that and explore that and why. And yeah, so what is centralization? What is fascism? What is decentralization? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I think before this, Ian, you said that you wanted to uh, um, kind of explore what... I, I, I think you you worded it well. It was like there's like different there are different times for different things. Yeah, was, there's yeah.
1: there's like a spectrum. Not fascism. There's no time for fascism. <laughs> period. And we'll
0: get into that later. But I want to make we'll just throw that out every <laughs> once in a while. There's no time for fascism. Uh,
1: but I was saying how it's kind of a spectrum that maybe not all centralized things are evil. Maybe there's sometimes you wouldn't want a completely decentralized things, but there are places for some level of both of those to exist and then there are a lot of ways you can slice a society with your finances and how you manage your resources mm-hmm. how you make legal decisions and all of those things so i was saying we could like run through some different ways to divide it
0: okay yeah yeah Um, So the first thing that comes to my mind is um, the transit system. So Utah has UTA, and that's just the transit system. And so it's centrally organized. It's one organization. Whereas from what I understand, in Seattle, every single county has its own transit authority. Hmm. And so it's obviously each of those ones within the county are centralized, but the whole transit system is not centralized it's Mm -hmm. run by different organizations and in my mind that sounds like a terrible nightmare Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) that does but at the same time you know if if one of the systems or if one of the counties goes down it doesn't ruin it for everybody and so like one one failure in an operating system of the like, like for example, if there if there was a problem with the UTA system, that's a problem with the whole state transit system. Mm-hmm. But if there's a problem with one transit authority in one county, and not everyone is organized under the same banner, then it's just one problem.
3: Mm-hmm. In theory, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. that's kind of the the argument for decentralized computing too, where. Mm-hmm you have one computer hosting all this thing all of this information even though it's an enormous computer yeah uh you have like one location that can be hacked or just have a power outage or mm-hmm. have something happen to that one place and it it wipes it out for everyone whereas it it's distributed you can have a couple computers go down and it, things can still run mm
2: mm-hmm. yeah but back to you, back to Washington, wouldn't that still be a centralized? Because it's still one system, just different operations on that one system.
0: Well, I guess as a little disclaimer, I don't I don't know the full situation of how that how that's structured, but from what I understand it's like actual different chartered organizations. So like mm-hmm. different organizations buying like different buses or different you know, rail infrastructure something mm-hmm. like it's just different businesses. Oh, okay. So
1: it's kind of a matter of scale. Cause at some point you can always call something centralized, like your point right at the beginning of, is it a group of people at the center or is it just one person mm-hmm. or is it one computer? Whatever it is, it's kind of like, it depends on what you're talking about. So it yeah. makes, makes that spectrum even messier. Cause it's like, I'm, where do you draw those kinds of lines For who can make yeah. what decisions
0: Yeah I think in some of my uh, research And kind of to that point exactly um, When I was getting into terms like Centralized or decentralized Or you know Egalitarian or fascism And just looking at these big concept words There's like no official agreement About what they mean Or where they're applied mm-hmm. Um and so it's it's I, I really like your choice of thinking with this, Ian, because it does it does kind of, you know, think about centralization and decentralization in terms of like tools in a toolkit mm-hmm. as opposed to some kind of fascist flag, which is our system is this way forever and always. Right. Because I think that's what fascism would be. Mm-hmm. It would be like it is this way, and you even like even even if it was a decentralized system, and you were forced to participate in that system at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. I think that would still be a fascist system if you just could not you know in a in a reasonable fashion deviate from the rules mm-hmm.
2: or even if not even at gunpoint but if you just weren't able to survive you know unless you became part of the system
0: yeah yeah well
2: because then they've created the system to weed out and to kill whoever doesn't want to be a part of their system right that sounds That's like your
1: your one thought about uh evil that spectrum of evil of mm-hmm. if they're actually going out and doing harm and and holding people at gunpoint or if they're just like everybody's equal but we're just gonna ignore you because you're yeah. obviously fine mm-hmm. yeah. you're gonna do fine yeah we're all born with the same opportunities <laughs> we yeah just you're gonna get more over here
0: <laughs> it's, it's totally that way it, it also kind of made me think too about um what was it so like we do i do i do think that we do want to kind of define that spectrum and i think on one end of the spectrum is like high level laws where everything is you know codified into law and the extreme evil being where if you don't follow those laws you're you know severely reprimanded in kind of a fascist kind of way but then I think I would. I think that when I was first thinking about this, like I was thinking that the other end of the spectrum was decentralization, but I think the other end of the spectrum is actually no laws whatsoever. Yeah. Chaos. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and like feral Mad children. Mad Max Disneyland. <laughs> no, I don't even think it would be like Mad Max, <laughs> because I think even that is like a somewhat ordered level of chaos. When I think of mm. zero order, I think of like a feral child. Who's been abandoned by all people is out in the middle of nowhere and they have never known any sense of self beyond just like their own animalistic, what they've learned, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like the totally void of any social influence. Yeah. One... From any point in your life.
2: So, according to the Bible, you're talking about day one. <laughs> Let That's there really be life.
0: I, well, let's see here. Sort of. Would it be? <laughs> I don't think so. Or maybe day three? Because Adam <laughs> because Adam and Eve were two people. Second quarter. Right? And so there was at the very least... No, I'm
2: talking... We got to... No, I don't... He didn't make Adam and Eve till, what, day seven? I don't know. I don't Well, know. wouldn't... Day six? Five? But I mean... In, I'm saying you're like, talking about before Adam and Eve when everything was just...
0: I don't even know if I'm talking about that existed. because in that, in that situation, <laughs> it would be God's order... Mm-hmm. And he would be bringing an order to it.
2: Well, I mean, there is natural order.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The law so of God's order. Of that's nature. always going
2: to be around. Even with the one child, there's still going to be God's. Yeah, but that child wouldn't order. have been
0: socialized to understand the fairly advanced notion of a divine power. Because mm-hmm. you require language. I, I, I guess or here's so. Do you. Okay. Have
2: you ever seen that video of the turkey? That's one turkey that died, and the other turkeys are circling it. No. It's a very eerie video. Sounds eerie. I'm
0: spooked. And so, are you? Are you suggesting that because the turkeys don't have any language?
2: I'm saying they do have a language, and they have spiritual.
0: Right, right.
1: (laughs) You Ah. don't need language to convey something. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Let's. Let's dance around this. Oh, they can't say, hey, yeah.
0: tomorrow at noon, let's yeah. go and dance yeah. around yeah. our dead friend. Exactly. Okay. They did it on their own. Hmm.
2: We're so I'm saying the child would still have... Yeah, we are. <laughs> We're getting deep in the weeds of well,
1: laws of nature. Here. I, I,
0: I, yeah, <laughs> we are. And I, I, but I, that said, though, I do think that language is an important core of this. Because um, there, there's one, and this obviously is totally up for debate, but... So one line of thinking that I've I think been this,
2: this whole podcast is up for debate.
0: <laughs> well, okay, fair enough. But okay, so have either of you heard of Noam Chomsky? Right.
2: Yeah. Okay. So his I haven't. Please, <laughs> please tell me about Noam Chomsky.
0: <laughs> You're gonna love Noam Chomsky. <laughs> let me tell you. So he's uh, he is a linguistics professor. Um, I think he. he got he got his degree at MIT he teaches at MIT but his theory Ooh, that's a
2: very nice school it yeah. is
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I agree top notch so so his his thinking and i, I ple- again please correct me if i don't say it right or whoever's listening well, you his his thinking is that language that like the syntactic basic structure of language exists innately in our brains from birth and that his point is that the language that we use to convey ideas like the English language or mm-hmm. the Russian language or whatever, is kind of like a cultural version of a shared amalgamation of our internal languages. And so it's mm. the and so I guess what I would observe from this is that it would be the shared language that we use to help us better understand our own internal language that can't be defined outwardly and that it's kind of our life's journeys and again this is kind of my own romantic interpretation of it but it would be our life's journey to figure out how to use the shared language to better understand our own internal language mm,
2: okay
0: mm. And I, I quite I quite think that's a lovely notion and I I, I actually I, I believe it personally well, so
2: we're saying that child would have a language
0: yes I think what he's saying is that at least my interpretation is that child has a language but that child had no social language to make their right. own language mature Right, and so yeah and they couldn't evolve hmm. beyond like any kind of they couldn't understand themselves because they had no one else to, uh, to contrast against right.
1: Yeah, that, I see how that fits in perfectly because that reminds me of a lot of stuff I was reading about um, well you're Talking about getting completely outside of yourself to truly understand how yourself mm-hmm. fits in, like, compared to everything and right. in contrast to it, or getting it really putting all the responsibility on private citizens mm-hmm. so that they can figure out the best way for them. That's kind of the yeah. the argument with governing people,
3: mm-hmm.
1: either complete liberty or complete Control over them yeah. is: Do we tell you which way works best for all of us, mm-hmm. or do we let you figure it out? Because that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah, not, and it's not like... to downplay
0: liberty or anything. <laughs> Again, had too much liberty. No, no time for fascism <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's we we should have no time for fascism Yeah, I think it's exactly that because it's like it's because on the one hand, if someone says something. And you immediately understand that thing as being something that's valuable to you, and that if you apply it in your life, it will improve your life. Then it was a benefit to have that shared language soup where that idea could come to you Hmm. and you didn't have to intuit it yourself. On the other hand, if you're like, and this has happened, I think, to all of us fairly, you know, maybe not frequently, but it happens to all of us at some point, we'll be reading through like an article of like some academic journal, or we'll go out and see a movie or something, and we'll look at that and we'll say, I had that same idea five yeah. years ago. That was mm-hmm. that's mine. You can't do that, even though there's like no way that they took your idea. You should still have kind of like your own internal sense of self where you can have comfort in knowing that even though you didn't make that movie I was I was still there. I was there five years you ago.
1: You didn't formulate it the same exact way. Right.
0: It's kinda why of like, it's it's still yours. Yeah,
1: books are so much yeah. different from movies is like that element of making it your own idea, with a little less being imposed on there, when it's a book versus mm-hmm. a movie.
0: I think you lost me there. No, uh, it was a tangent. Anyway. No, it, I, I, <laughs> I know and I believe that you were onto something. I just would want—I would want to stew over that more. So, like,
2: I'm not asleep, listeners. So I'm just <laughs> deep in thought with these two.
0: All right, Corey, <laughs> what, what is your take?
2: I have no idea. This is all. <laughs> I've never spent a lot of time thinking about this. So this is more of a learning curve that's, for me. This whole research yeah. for this episode, oh, yeah. it's another one I
1: already feel like we could do a second one cuz yeah. there's just so much. The more you think about it, like Yeah. you get me 10 seconds into a discussion about states rights and I get confused about which side I was on and
0: Yeah. <laughs> I
2: guess that's the thing. There's like yeah. no real definition. There's no real right. spectrum to this.
0: Yeah, cuz like kind of like what we were talking about is like if someone says I hate you know someone would be valid to say I hate centralization because it means fascism. Someone could also say I love centralization because it means socialism. Mm-hmm. It's like you know what 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 are you fighting for? Right. Cuz
1: yeah. centralization kind of gets vilified in that way of um it's always that it has to be perfect. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it, it won't work. Right, And then works. we always assume that there's no way for it to be perfect because no example we've ever seen yeah. is completely perfect. It's all corruptible or attackable mm-hmm. or... Where's my cons list? I wrote a cons list here somewhere. but Ooh, just, I love cons lists. right <laughs>
0: <laughs> We need to go back to the uh, Star Trek theme. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was not really thrilled with my laugh back there, them. by the way, so...
2: I hope everybody knows who Khan is. Some people might not get that. I'm not going to explain Khan, it. Yeah. No. You just hope <laughs> just that they know. It. know it. <laughs> You're on your own, kids. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know who Khan is. They don't deserve to know who Khan is. But it—it uh, it also that's
1: so. When I was talking about centralization with with the whole volunteering thing to mm-hmm. some people, the argument that I got was. If you give every single person the same instructions every single time Mm -hmm. then you're bound to run into someone who wasn't accounted for and that's kind of the argument against well against democracy of when there's a majority there are minorities who are completely ignored it's yeah it's like a yeah that's true most or nothing situation Mm -hmm. and so uh
0: well, well, that's the thing. Is that that's the same argument that you could levy against democracy, but it's it's the same argument that you could you know throw against or centralization. You know, it's like if you have any kind of standard. Basically, what they're saying is you can't have standards because if you have a standard, someone's going to fall short of it. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Like, well, okay, that's that's a way to do it. But yeah. if we have no standards, how about I just you know use the restroom everywhere I go mm. forever and mm-hmm. take all of your food because I want to. Because why not? We have no standards, mm-hmm. so it's. Yeah, Mm. when does a
2: standard just come into place that that's life, you know?
0: Yeah, that's
2: that's the moral side of things. Like, that's Mm -hmm. what happens.
1: Yeah, because I kept seeing in all of these arguments against uh, too privatized or too monarchic or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, when you have it uh, too much of either way, it can work as long as priorities are either the common good or individual self-interest. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the the X axis to it is okay. You can have something where uh, you have complete freedom mm-hmm. as long as there's a... Well, it's better to describe it. You can have one person in charge of everything as mm-hmm. long as they understand everyone's situation, and are willing to give fairly to those who need more and everything. So right. Kind of like or, the Borg.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Yes. <laughs> I think in in when people want that, they're like wanting some kind of savior figure, but I think what it would actually be is a Borg situation. Yeah. <laughs> what it would be. Or
1: you have everyone owning up to their own things, they're completely responsible for everything that happens, Mm-hmm. Well, allegedly, and then they're <laughs> no, no. they're left to, uh, one description I read, I think it was from, uh, I don't know where it was from, but uh, <sighs> one description was you cut everyone off into their own little area to deal with, and then they're left to fight with nature instead of each other because. Mm-hmm nobody can cross into anyone's territory of
0: and they're brought together by the common enemy of nature mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> <Ooh-hoo>. <laughs> that's a that's i don't know how i feel about that i mean but it makes sense it's
1: and that's exactly the driver i think to reprioritize to well, we can have our own area as mm-hmm. long as we all agree by a uh what is it contract or uh we were circling it just a second ago, like the standard contract, yeah, social what, contract, social contract. Social yeah. contract of well, we'll help each other out if we need to. Like yeah. I'm responsible for what happens to me, but yeah. I hope yeah. that someone else will help me out. And,
0: yeah, yeah. That's such an interesting line of thinking.
1: So that's exactly where it gets into a mess. Too. Yeah,
0: it totally gets into a mess because I was thinking a was. So along those similar lines, I was thinking about, okay, so decentralization, We, you know, that's one of the things we're thinking about. I think one of the best examples of a decentralized system would probably be an open source community, right? Where you have coders who will write a line of code and then share it out through the system. And then everybody can add things to it. They can take things away. And it's just part of the the code or the culture, at least from what I understand, that if the code that people, if the innovations that people make is similar enough to the essential line of code that they're all pulling from, then that new innovation just becomes a different version of the original thing. Yeah,
1: that's a good way to describe it.
0: And if it's different, if the innovation is different, then it becomes just a different thing. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so if you think of it like at least the video that I heard or the video that I watched that gave me that, I guess, perspective on it was if you think of it like recipes. If I make a recipe for, you know, chocolate chip cookies, and then you take that recipe and you put, well, I want chocolate chip and Reese's oatmeal. peanut and oatmeal, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't. And then then I and then people and then I guess through some way, I guess there's like a third party that approves or denies, but they say that's it's still basically Michael's recipe. So it's Michael's recipe plus Ian's innovation, mm-hmm. or if, you know, if Corey takes and says, I don't like any of those. I want to do Cookies that have bananas in them. I want to do brownies. And brownies, right? Mm. And you, but you base it off some of the similar steps. Mm -hmm. Then it becomes Corey's brownies, and I'm not even mentioned anymore. Probably it's recorded on some back end. And it seems like that would be hypothetically what we'd want to do with our communities, right? We have, you know, like I make an art program, and then I just say, okay, this is this is how it works. You know, for this to be an art program like Michael wants it, you have to follow these rules. And so people can make their edits. And if it's similar enough, it becomes art program 2.0. But if it's totally different, then it becomes a new art program. I think that would work. But the problem, going back to language...
2: Yeah, that's that's a mix between centralization and decentralization. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. Because the problem is that in order for open source to work, people have to agree upon language. They have to be able to speak... Mm the code of Python or something. They have to be able to speak HTML. They have to speak in C sharp. And if every single person coder not only had an idea to innovate in a on a code, but also was creating their own coding language from scratch, there's no way that you could have this system of sharing stuff. Mm-hmm. And so like you say, it is like this a centralized agreement on a language and that's and so even though the open source is decentralized because they're sharing things as people see fit it's still centralized because the language fundamentally they're agreeing upon
2: hmm. right because mm-hmm. i mean take it to your art program you still have to have your core values and if say right. somebody in cincinnati started to connect and they totally made up their own core values it's no longer a right. connect because right. So they have to keep your core values, right? but they also have to innovate on their own Mm -hmm. platform to to better, best suit their Mm -hmm. their patrons.
0: Yeah. And I, I guess what I was thinking about with like the language thing is maybe what we can maybe think about Go Unite as it's not or it's a language. It's like one way to organize something. And if you want to participate in an open source community, you have to be proficient in the Go Unite language. But then going on to acknowledge that there are a number of other ways to organize things. And there, like, for example, there might be a, um, like you can organize something by just meeting up with people and saying, hey, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And you have no to-do list of how to do something and you just do it. That's, that's, I would say that that's like a language of organizing anyway yeah yeah see
1: where you go it's kind of I had the thought somewhere in there where it's kind of do you say that it's a centralized first concept or a decentralized first because then you can walk away from whichever one yeah you want but you can still have that commitment in mind of of keeping things open or transparent or whatever that core value is Mm -hmm. that leaned central or decentral.
0: Yeah. I guess I would think that any organization at all is fundamentally centralized, at least to begin with. Cause I mean, if you're going to get, you have to be, yeah, you have to be, you have to say, you know, we're going to make watches and that is our central goal. And we're going to keep all of, you know, we're going to hire two people to help us make watches. And then you're having to, like, confine people towards a goal. And that's, that's a centralized thing. And, yeah. And so, like, in order to create a distributed network across the world of information sharing, I think what that means ultimately is that you have thousands upon thousands of people focused centralized hubs that are participating in what is ultimately a decentralized system cuz i mean even like mm. bitcoin or blockchain i mean focusing on creating like the infrastructure to do your own blockchain thing in your own house and in your own server system that's that's a pretty centralized focus it's not just you know you have a clear set of goals that if you deviate from, which you can, it, the system just doesn't work and you're not a part of it. Mm-hmm. And so you're forced into kind of a centralized recipe of goals.
3: Yeah,
1: that one's interesting because it is finances. It It is, well, I shouldn't say that, but it is self-serving. It's your money and being able to use your <laughs> money how you want with Bitcoin.
2: Reminds yeah. me of those commercials.
1: But then... Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> you don't know. Think about
0: it. I don't. I don't like commercials.
2: It's your money. Use it when
0: you need it. <laughs> is you it like, is that like every credit card commercial? <laughs> no, it's
2: it's a little JD Wentworth. Yeah, <laughs> something. Wentworth. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's uh, like retirement, your retirement fund, or something, <laughs> uh, like retirement, retirement fund or something, <laughs> or yes, something that, he's something that pays
1: out that slowly. Money. But it's with Bitcoin. It's all about. <laughs>
0: no, I don't think it's that like commercial.
1: <laughs> freedom with your money. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, but then it's also it's built on the idea that we're all going to provide the service that allows you to have your money secure and mm-hmm. transferable.
0: Right. Yeah. So it's like kind of a layered to your, to your earlier mm-hmm. point. It's like and to your point. It's like a layering of centralization, decentralization, and it's just kind of like it's it's, it's, it's not time, an which, either or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. How are you gonna make your sandwich?
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing. Slice the
2: centralization, hold the mayo. <laughs> uh,
0: yes, I think that's 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 a very interesting way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I. Yeah, and so so when we when we were first talking about the the concept, or when you first posed this question at, at me, you know. Um you know, is this is having like a shared volunteer system? Is it moving towards fascism? Uh, you know, I was very intrigued and and uh, alerted by that comment because <laughs> once again we do not condone <laughs> fascism. Don't go after that. It it just it just made me think like, you know, it, what it breaks down to, to is if you want to do something. Then there is a way to do it. Mm-hmm. Everybody
2: has to be on the same page. Right. Mm-hmm. And everybody
0: has to be on the same page. Like like if if we said, hey, let's have let's let's go to a podcast and we all say, Cool, awesome, and then You know, I go to Burger King and you go to (laughs) Antelope Island and Corey, you just come here and Kent doesn't even show up. I mean, it's like, hey, we were so free. We could do anything we wanted. (laughs) I
1: podcasted on. Yeah.
0: It's like, you know, none of us bring like any recording equipment. It's like, okay, well, we sure were free, weren't we? But Uh we didn't end up with a podcast. Uh And it's like, you know, it's like if we really want a podcast, then we have to just suck it up and just do a podcast. But if we say, "Hey, let's do a podcast," and then over like the course of 2 weeks we say, "I don't really want to do a podcast." Cool. You don't have to do <laughs> one. But if you wanted a podcast, you had to fall in line with some procedures. And I guess my thinking with Go Unite would be that if, you know, if we can Identify some procedures beneath some very basic organizational things that have to happen. And if these can be applied to organizations that choose to opt in because they want to participate, and if everyone chooses to have this same goal, then good things can happen. You know, if people work together on a very clear path, mm-hmm. providing that doing that would just be one language that you would have to learn. Of a thousand other languages Like you don't Mm -hmm. have to organize everything The Go Unite way But just like for the scale of Improving at the systemic level It might be worth trying A system that has That tries to outline The procedures behind basic things I think
1: The the better way
0: (laughs) I've filibustered and now I'm dying (laughs) I think the
1: right way to Um to categorize it isn't by calling it one thing or another it's well better than coming up with all of the layers to that sandwich Mm -hmm. and saying we're gonna have these things decentralized these things centralized i think having those priorities of it we will try to be uh Oh, uh, what's a better
0: word than decentralized? We've said it
1: like 500 times
0: by now. Um, uh, but uh, distributed network? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Distributed, <laughs> having having rights distributed and everything. Mm-hmm. And that be a priority and also the common goals that are decided on. I think, well, there we have it. That's another majority is we have to yeah, have like the common goal. Common goals. Yeah. Maybe that's the only thing that can be centralized is... Goals.
0: Well, I mean, even that's tricky. That I, I think that's why the open no, source. is yeah. like, what if my goal right. is, I want Michael to Dang have it. a statue in the town square. I, <laughs> Who's in favor? I thought I figured out the answer. No, I, I think you're. I think you're driving at a at a good point. I,
2: I guess it's just, it's just brand values. I don't know necessarily goals, but even your brand creepy. value. <laughs> no, because that's well, what your organization is. Yeah. That's the backbone but that aren't, creates your aren't organization. Aren't organizations
0: like many totalitarian governments
1: if you want to put it at
2: that scale. So what if I mean <laughs> what really, if there is no perfect really like way? It. There is no perfect government because we live on earth. What if we made a space I think the only way to get to perfection is on a spaceship. Hmm. Because then you have complete control over
0: everything. Not everything yeah. still. Well, space is everything, big. Maybe within the spaceship. But well that's what I mean. Within the space they, okay. within
2: the spaceship. Yeah. Here exactly. on earth I feel like because of natural laws, we're built to rise and fall, hmm. and we're just lucky I enough that's true. to live within a rise era.
0: Well, I, I think that rising and falling at our scale would be a catastrophe beyond catastrophe. I don't think so. <laughs> I
2: think I think we just believe that we are like that. We're this great, powerful, connected. I think yeah I think People. that belief
0: is true and that we have that belief yeah, and but it could go away
2: I think it can go away like that I don't think we need like a big con- catastrophe I think it can just fall well, is this simply. coming from a
0: place like you also like Mad Max and that you want to live in a Mad Max world? <laughs> no, because honestly, be I wouldn't want to live in a Mad Max world because what? I love
2: waking up in a warm bed and taking a hot shower. Right. that like, isn't even but, Mad Max. <laughs> if a hot shower didn't exist, then I might be into that kind of life. But I love But the food. thing is, though, hot is shower. that
0: the, the systems that enable you to have a hot shower... That's that's somebody else's work that they're going and they're doing and they're they're participating in the fantasy that it's worth doing and that the money can buy them something I guess I guess it would be but hard is, is is in the in the hypothetical fantasy of I want a hot bath and a nice bed every morning I feel like that's that's, the, that's, the, that's
2: all like financial though like but right?
0: that's our system. That's that's everything that, we're doing is a I think that's is one, side of the, system.
2: one side of the system. I think the other side is emotional. Because when you okay, have like an that. emotional depression, soon oh, yeah. follows as a financial depression. I think that's what happened yeah. in the last depression.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I think that's a great point.
2: And I think that's kind of where we are right now is in an emotional depression. And we're soon to follow that financial and we're soon to... Have that catastrophe it doesn't have to be. But see, an that's what I'm i think that's a catastrophe. <laughs> well, I, I, okay. I thought your definition of catastrophe was like a major earthquake or oh, a major hurricane. Of no, some sort. I mean, I think Thanos. that would be like the nail in the coffin. Like I mean, if Thanos we're like super situation. depressed
0: and the financial system collapse, and then there's like a tsunami or something, it's like okay, uh, we're done. But
2: yeah, I mean, I'm building a boat in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: what is the belief then that they would have that you said something about instead of governing things just right, we all just have to believe in something.
2: Elaborate a little bit. Is so, your it's thought, it's right. th- <laughs> <laughs> You brought me here. Now I'm confused. Now I'm lost. Okay, is, say that to me again. You Tell me that, my thought again. Maybe
1: it was. Oh, you're saying that maybe there is no. Uh, perfect government there's just right. rise and fall right and all we have to do to believe that it'll get better is so maybe that's what your point with the emotional i think
2: i don't know well-being. if you really can believe you just have to acknowledge that we're in a time right now where we're able to have what we want and have these discussions mm-hmm. and realize that there's going to be a time where that's no that no longer exists mm-hmm like, we're in such a time right now that people are able to explore themselves in such a way they've never been able to really before. Well, I can't say throughout all of history because I don't know how civilizations existed on a social scale. Well, I can scale. tell you they
0: didn't have an Instagram.
2: <laughs> right, but, I mean, the Romans got pretty pretty into it there for a minute with yeah. doing whatever they wanted. Yeah. I'm not going to
0: condone... Anything, but... <laughs> Don't worry, we're not going to offend anybody by speaking liberally about ancient Rome.
2: <laughs> but, I mean, we're in that era. where We're just... And I think eventually it's going to tip over to, to the other scale and people aren't... But here's the thing, though. It's going to go like back in, to the way it was. Okay,
0: so thinking about ancient Rome, you know, it was like, from what I understand, like, it was it was kind of a central authority... But at the same time, in order to have, like, that spread of it far of an empire, there had to be some level of autonomy and unique culture, even in the unique Roman yeah. kingdoms. Whereas, well, just because there's no other way that you could manage it except by just trusting that your governor would do things. But I think, like, the level of reliance that we have on this interconnected system is so big now. Like, I mean, like, the whole Facebook thing yesterday, like... You know the what? If, yeah, or the other day. What if we all survived it? Yeah, we all survived it. How? I didn't even know about. It. Yeah. I didn't really <laughs> so, okay. Realize I don't
2: think it affected me because I don't have enough followers right or anything.
0: <laughs> well, I guess I guess I just follow I feel me like on Instagram and Facebook. That you know, with the the level that we're connected now, just digitally, and the the monetary system, I think it would be very hard to have a financial crisis. Um. I, I guess I'm trying hard and I'm not properly saying that. I think it's just that we have a, our technology has put us in a place where we're reliant upon it to the extent where I think it would not be a good thing if, if things fell apart. So
1: it's it's kind of like right. that argument for, for privatization. Like, we've given you all the tools you need mm-hmm. to, to do whatever you need to do on your own. Mm-hmm. And yet, you can't exist without us. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that's a good way to say it.
2: I think that's what's pulling the wool over people's. Or over people is the idea that we're so far advanced techno- technically. Te- mm-hmm. te- Techn- Technological. Techno- you guys got it? <laughs> <laughs> we got you. That something like the depression. Or something like uh, the collapse of an empire, the collapse of America, mm-hmm. couldn't happen because we're so well connected. But I, I, I believe that's completely bonkers.
0: So you think it could happen? Oh yeah. I, I I think that your your biggest point about the psychology, I think that's I think that's really true.
2: So when when you're on a spaceship, <laughs> uh-huh. it can't happen where everybody dies.
0: So basically, you're you're stuck in what amounts to be just like a big can, with a bunch of people.
2: Uh, USS Enterprise.
0: And yeah, or, <laughs> or, and you're you're just you're basically put in a room, so you're forced to work together. Is that uh, yeah. the benefit of the spaceship?
2: Basically, I guess.
0: But I, I think that's that's what our world is kind of anyway. I mean, that's that's like you're forced to work together. And so, mm. like, hierarchical organizational structures appear when people who are, you know, I guess charismatic or have clear ideas are able to convey their their will. And so people follow that direction and they're just kind of massaged I mean, into participating. forced
2: to work together, but on different scales, on different platforms. Okay, yeah,
0: okay, yeah. so you're not, like, up against the gun of, like...
2: So like if you're if you're a wealthy lawyer, and you're no longer happy with your life, you can go be a beach bum selling surfboards. You're still gonna have to work with people, so but now you're in a different.
0: Spaceship. Do we have to get to that you extreme? Can't do that on
2: a spaceship.
0: <laughs> do we have to get to that extreme in order to work together in a meaningful way? Do we have to, to have the spaceship? Sure, yeah, to the like, USS Enterprise, to the hypothetical USS Enterprise or collapse of. The modern economy? Do we have to have like the worst case scenario in order to work together mm. yeah. in I an think, effective
2: way? I think that's why we have a rise and fall. But see, here's, because after the fall, here's why I like Kicking games. Here's why I like games,
0: right? Because people work together or even they work against each other in a reliable, working together kind of way when they play games. Yeah, and there's no there's no gun that you're up here's against.
2: Here's the reason I don't like games is because there's no real loss after a game.
0: Well, but what if
1: eh, well, see, and then you could say, what if there were actual stakes at play, and yeah, then you're basically that. condoning a system that you are intending to harm
2: people right <laughs> yeah
0: well okay did so you is,
2: did you have more fun playing laser tag or paintball
0: i to be honest, I enjoyed them both. I would do them either if uh w- but which one would I have to prepare for more? And that would give me more meaning? I would say paintball. Because it has higher stakes. Yeah, because it has higher stakes. So, so
2: that's okay. That's what I'm saying. Games don't have the high stakes that life does.
0: Well, but but we're basically creating society. There's nobody... Mm-hmm. There's When you say life, I feel like there's things being convoluted. Like there's nature... And then there's like the human society. And that's
2: why it only exists on a spaceship.
0: <laughs> so we're not creating like the rules of nature. We're creating our society. We're abiding by the rules of nature because we have to. I guess my thinking with and, games...
1: And abiding by the rules of creating a society. You're dealing with right. people and, yeah. and actual life.
0: Right. What if, what if there were rules of how to create a society and there were and these rules were codified into different languages? And so you would say that if you want to create a business, great. You probably should learn one of these five different languages. Okay. Hmm. And so you say, okay, well, I don't really like the go thing because I don't like to follow procedures and I, I like to be in control, so I'm going to learn a different language. And say, okay, I'm going to learn this language. And so this language is the language that you have to learn. I guess the example here. So we recently did, or barely just out actually, it's called Dreamscapes. And it's this art installation experience, and uh, my team member, Birdie, she was in charge of it, and she basically coordinated, uh, She well, she was in charge of it, and she was relying upon other people. But she didn't use any project management software. She was basically um, doing, you know, she was calling in favors from, you know, some loose contacts. She was working with close contacts, and she was just kind of like managing this, this crazy, chaotic system, and she brought it all together. Mm-hmm. I think... You know, and that's that. what I just described, like the total opposite of what we're describing with Go Unite. It's like a different world headspace entirely. And so I guess one of the reasons why I like that you brought this up is that I wouldn't say I don't want to ever, never do that again, have a chaotic project put together, but I think, you know, because that's a valid way to do something because it works. If you like to operate in chaos and you like to be just like always on the verge of like, I think I'm going to pass out. If that's how you want to run an a, a project... By all means, but there are certainly things that you can learn in preparation for that that will make you better fit to operate in that chaos. Mm-hmm. Like if if you say, okay, I'm learning the chaos. I'm doing quotations, and I've done this multiple times. <laughs> I'm going to learn the chaos language, and I'm just going. To, and what that means is that I have to be on top of it. I have to say, ex, I have to do exactly what I say I'm going to do. I have to be willing to have my job description change on a dime, and I have to get it done by this date. You know, that it'd be like preparing for laser tag versus preparing for paintball. It's like you prepare differently for different types of experiences. And what I would say is that Go Unite could be like a a different type of organizational language where, you know, you're working off of, you know, preset templates, and the work that you do is building upon the instructions of these templates. And you're, of course, you're allowed to innovate, but innovate within respect to what you've done and what the instructions say. Mm -hmm. And so if you sign up to do a job like, again, take out the trash, then your innovation isn't to go off and, you know, smoke weed or something in an alleyway because that's my innovation on this job. Wow. Okay. (laughs) I'm saying don't do that. That
2: flipped on a dime. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) I'm saying that your innovation should be, you know, how do I improve on this specific task? And so I guess... If So so I, I guess I'm trying to trying to get at your point, like, do we have to be under the gun in order to work together? I don't think so. I think what we need to have is lang- a, a deeper language that allows us to communicate, er, no, different languages that we can learn that will allow us to understand what is the work culture that we're participating in. Mm-hmm. I guess,
2: yeah, that, that solves part of my point, but the majority of my point is... The emotional value you get out of just working together to succeed in something, and then working together to survive in something—those mm-hmm. are the mm-hmm. differences. That
0: uh, well, I think you know that could, be, that could be that could be a language that you could go out and learn how to survive. But should that be like should should having to survive be the the mode that we're operating in when we're talking like a global civilization? because we're beyond survival we're like you know how do we figure out how to live in a world where we can hypothetically live forever or how do we live in a world where we can trek through this trek, trek through space survival isn't necessarily like when i think survival i think if, if i don't you know kill that bear i'm going to be killed by it mm. you know but there's yeah. no there's no amount of anger or spears that i can throw that's going to stop like a global financial crisis that will ultimately lead to Scores of untold so, deaths.
1: So the <clears throat> question that I kind of keep circling back to in all of this is that we can, well, we are all circling around is how do we incentivize the common good? Hmm. And it sounds like I I just had a click on your point hmm. where if you're talking about learning languages, you're basically saying that people need to go out and experience enough good and bad iterations of doing the same thing so that they're incentivized to do the right thing yeah for them. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense. I just don't know how you incentivize that itself of like going out and trying something new.
3: Well, because it yeah. it makes
1: sense that trying new things would get you well, to I mean... do a better version of it more willingly. Like... Mm-hmm if, if, uh, one theory I kept reading was, um, that no matter what, everyone's going to have to be coerced into doing the common good. Like there are a lot of different studies and everything that have all determined that there's no way everyone will do what's right for everyone. If their own self-interests could benefit at the expense of someone else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll always try to do yeah. our own thing first before doing the
2: thing. I through. mean, because I probably already did that we're, today we're by being we're late. trying to survive. Mm. I guess but that's my definition of survival. Survive is your definition I mean, of survival. Well, well,
1: it's like the the coercion would be, or we don't the, condone fascism <laughs> the, the, the um, desire to do the right thing mm-hmm. would be from experiencing worse or better things and yeah. and making a judgment call on what's the right thing but coercing someone to try a bunch of new things i don't
0: well, I guess when I when I think of um, again when I think of go unite, <laughs> <laughs> you set I that up beautifully. Yeah. Well I,
2: when I think of go unite, <laughs> I yeah, think of sunshine. Well,
0: okay, getting past okay, maybe I'll, I'll use will try to use a mountains. different example because go unite would only be an example of something else that's already existed. So if you're if you want to, let's say that you wanted to be a scientist.
2: I want to be a scientist.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right, Corey. All right, Corey. What, as a scientist, what do you think is your first step?
2: My first step as a
0: scientist. Yeah, you, you're not a scientist. Lab yet. Lab coat. What? The? <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> in there. <laughs> so, okay, there's, there's somewhere in there. You get a lab coat. Um, okay, okay. Then what? Then what? Have the lab coat.
2: Well, I don't. I I don't know. I guess I got to find something to, to science on. Okay.
0: Yeah. So. I
2: want to science on some rocks. The question hmm. is:
0: Is good science? Uh, there question. is no good science. <laughs> it changes every year. Well, fair enough.
2: Earth is flat. Earth
0: is round. No, no modern scientist has <laughs> ever said the Earth is flat. I mean, maybe I, I shouldn't speak in like, absolute. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I guess if if you if you enjoy the science if you enjoy science in general and if you mm-hmm. enjoy learning things, mm-hmm. then I think that you enjoy the, more than enjoying being right. You enjoy learning the truth. Right. And I think that you don't have to...
2: or discovering my own truth through science. Okay. Mm.
0: Which is mm-hmm. probably what the ultimate purpose of science should be.
2: No. Then, <laughs> I guess I shouldn't speak in absolute. Because then they, uh, <laughs> they alter things and only go after things that make what their theories are true. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm not anti-science. I, I, won't, I won't put that down, right? <laughs> I'm not anti-science. Okay, <laughs> uh, maybe
0: I should specify. Let's say that you wanted to be a... Uh, Uh, an astrophysicist. You want to learn about space. I want to
2: know about space and stars and planets and So, Right, so you you
0: would go and you would try to learn before you'd start to say, I have this theory Mm -hmm. and if anything that I learned, the contrary is wrong. Right. If you're a scientist, the ideal... Obviously, this does not happen all the time and, you know, probably happens less often than not, but the ideal of the science or the scientist would be that you're pursuing truth and using theories... As a way to get closer to the truth. So you would say, I think that there's aliens on Mars so that you could have something to disprove and then learn something about Mars. Mm -hmm. So you're using theories. So I guess in the pursuit of the, the truth, there's fun in that. There's fun in learning something that you didn't know. And I feel like building that onto your point that even though we individually will always do things and should always do things because we're going to anyway do things that kind of do little micro benefits for us I think as a whole we can have society doing meaningful work towards pursuing truth as a whole that transcends and not not even having to be coercive in that process but just by allowing the sheer thrill of learning something new to be a part of our diet, I guess. Mm. And I guess I was saying with Go Unite is if we have instructions and we're pursuing the logic of those instructions, then we could pursue the truth of how to run a truly operable community, which, of course, there would be no one way to do it, but you would find certain laws, I would think, of how to structure a community so that it would be most prepared for all kinds of situations. Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't be a centrally designed community because that's not necessarily, like we've already talked about, it's not necessarily the best way to structure a community.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Take a breather there, Mike. (laughs) Good TED Talk there.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. So I... I
1: I'm going to... Look for the questions I had written. I had, went Spiny crazy questions. this week just writing questions on things. Okay, like, good. <laughs> I, was, the I, was, answer? I was
2: worried you went crazy on something. <laughs> no. Lost on, my mind completely. On meth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's see. Had on right here. Have you ever tried meth, Mike? <laughs> I've never even thought about trying that. <laughs> okay,
1: yeah, well, you give me that a call if you do. <laughs> to where you were going with that is, I want to
2: call the police. Right. So
1: there are two here. Is is it always right to do exactly the right thing?
2: Hmm. Only, only if you're our Lord and Savior.
0: <laughs> I I, I, will no. and I will say no. I will say a humble little no.
1: In which case, if you're doing more than our Lord and Savior, then you're
2: just being a showboat. <laughs> that's true. You know, there was only one man more perfect than I in all of history.
0: Is it Lord and Savior? It's our Lord and Savior. <laughs> okay. Who was it that said that? Wasn't that Donald Trump that said that? No, well, that's what I've been
2: saying for years. <laughs> oh, you mixing <laughs> me around
0: with Donald Trump? Oh, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I'm flattered. Other question, <laughs> question number uh, two how do
1: we balance personal fulfillment and optimization Because in the point you were just making is sort of, well, I got this image of that, uh, rising tide raises all ships or whatever mm-hmm. that if the common standard for living, if mm-hmm. the common basic level goes higher than anyone who does a little bit better, does a, a little better even more better. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. If everyone's level is a little bit higher, right. they don't have to work quite as hard to get a boost. Mm-hmm. And so so do we. Maybe that's not the right I don't I don't know. Either mind
2: wandering on that one.
1: It's it's a lot, right? It is. We're, because we're, because is if you on? if
2: you raise the tide, you're just raising the bottom. You're not changing the bottom necessarily. You're kind of just well, you're so it would, you're just raising it. it would, I think that's why people love to brag about where they came from, because I mean, it wasn't. It's not where they are now. Mm, it was the journey. Was uh, like, uh-huh. I was eating ramen noodles with so ketchup as spaghetti, and now I'm.
0: Oh, now I have five Ferraris. Now and... I have
2: five Ferraris. It's they not adore. The, 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 right.
1: The, it's not about just how good they're doing at any one point. It's yeah. that they at one did a whole
2: lot of climbing yeah over Hmm. time Hmm. so if you you gotta have that bottom because i it's just like i was saying last time with creating project it's more enjoyable during the creation period than it is at the start or the finish well okay and i think that's i think that's a lot to do with people and i guess their financial gain
1: yeah that makes me think about this a whole different way of it's not well. I guess it is still rising tide and ships, but there's still the bottom. Mm, there's still okay. the, you still sea floor. Have the sea floor. You can okay. be. I get that. It, you now. can be all the way down there, but it's. I'm okay. also thinking Sorry. of that whole.
0: That was our hour. <laughs>
1: I'm also thinking. <laughs> Shut up, Ian. We're done <laughs> no. here. <laughs>
0: no, I, I, this is. I'm quite engaged right now. Please.
1: Continue. Well, so I'm also thinking of how. Of that uh, what is that analogy or something like that differently in that um traditionally it is that's the bottom okay that's rising but okay. here we're saying that everyone should be afloat mm-hmm. you can go above and that yeah that and i understand level. that
2: we don't want people dying from hunger and everything we want everybody at a Right level playing field with education and and a start.
1: Except maybe you can take a little dip every once in a while. Like Mm -hmm. that doesn't Mm -hmm. do everyone
0: right. Should it be a matter of choice? Like, what if I said, okay, guys. I'm done. I'm going out to the wilderness, and I'm gonna die now. Would yeah, because
2: you would be die surprised. in the wilderness <laughs> one day.
0: Anybody well, who know. <laughs>
2: personally knows Mike knows he's gonna die in the wilderness. I would
0: not. I would be fine. I just say, I going what if a boy scout? What? Should, <laughs> I mean, should it be like my right to go out and just uh, pass away? It should be. Yeah. How much? But then another thing is how how much education should we insist that our that society has before mm-hmm. we allow them to make that decision. Mm. Like, what if a five-year-old said, "I'm done, Dad. I'm going to go <laughs> and die in the forest." Would not be surprised. Be like, all story. right, here are your own five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're in man now, boy. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I guess that's something we're missing out of our society. I mean, that's kind of a segue, but a lot of like ancient cultures had a coming-of-age tradition. Yeah, mm. we don't have that anymore. It's like you're 16, and here's your driver's <clears throat> license, you can now cruise around the roads. And maybe Congratulations.
1: maybe that, uh, well, I don't completely agree with this, but maybe the whole process of educa the rite of passage is kind of graduation. Mm, maybe no, that whole process, we've been kind of, uh, I don't know why it doesn't seem... As effective, maybe as some is other rite of, rite of passage, in being like a complete, like gateway. Your life is, has changed now. it's hmm. yeah, it Kind of. There's nothing to really show you. You don't have any fire ants on you. Yeah. Like, you're not <laughs> yeah. tripping in the wilderness. <laughs> or yeah, ceremonial
0: tattoos or something. Yeah. Because you graduated with a you know sociology or something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem quite. Yeah.
0: As much. Yeah. Even though it's, it's more grueling,
1: it, well, not more grueling, but it's still grueling, and it's still take. It's an investment for sure of mm-hmm. your time. Just not. Maybe it's yeah, not as emotionally scarring.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It maybe wouldn't for change some. You I wouldn't. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, everyone, that's a really interesting point. Like, could we do some kind of college program where everybody that went through went through some like. Deeply yeah. traumatic. Yeah. Event. Like they have to live in like a cave for a month or two or something, mm. and learn. Well, I I'm I'm like kind that. of feel like it has to follow where it's we are today with our technology.
2: Back yeah. then, in an ancient civilization, that's what you had was a wilderness. You had to learn how to survive it. Yeah. Now we have a tech, technical, tech. You guys say the word because I can't. Technological. Technological. <laughs> Society, <laughs> so we have to have some kind of coming of age that deals with surviving in that,
0: yeah, in that mm. world. I think mm-hmm. so too. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. How do? What does that look like? It looks yeah. like
2: uh, you become a, a multi-million dollar owner of a company in yeah. one day, and you have to run <laughs> it the it entire all. thing. Yeah,
0: I don't. It yeah. well, There's part of that you that you I agree. agree with. Yeah. I like there's that. part of that I think that's good. I like that. Actually, yeah. If maybe like if you could like synthesize it like for the next seventy-two hours, it people are become, gonna treat you as though you were this person. It could
2: become a game that you create that makes it seem yeah. so
0: real. Yeah,
1: that honestly sounds just like one extreme level of basic income. You could either have it just enough for a, you know indefinite amount of time, mm-hmm. or you could have everything you could possibly want for three lifetimes right now. Yeah. And you have to figure out how to make that last or. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I would watch that. Sounds way more fun than UBI, but. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, it totally does. I think that's that's a great idea. Thank you. (laughs) It is like, like, okay for the next, however long. I can't take
2: credit for that. We all came up with that together. No, That was yours.
0: (laughs) You have it.
2: Well, I mean, it's on. It's on. We're recording this, right? We can. We can come back. Like on technically, it to you're on, I'm gonna. I'm gonna thanks Ken for recording my ideas.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's our just, next pitch. Because <laughs> I mean, you would have so much more respect for someone who has to manage all of those resources and all that time. Oh, yeah. Because I've, I've long suspected that at least whenever I have said, "Man, I wish I was a multimillionaire." I've long suspected, or not long, like in the last five months, I've begun to think <laughs> that I, what I'm actually wanting is a genie. Yeah. I'm not like actually wanting to manage several million dollars worth of assets. <laughs> totally. What I'm really wanting is like, hey, I want yeah. a chocolate cake, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs>
0: That's what I'm really wanting. It's
1: totally true.
2: Well, I mean, I think that's, that's the way it is for a lot of people. Like the, the company I used to work for, they had a rise and fall. And the fall was after the main guy that started it. He didn't enjoy it. He didn't. He hmm. enjoyed building the company more than he enjoyed hmm. running yeah. it. So he stepped down. They hired some people to take him and some other higher up positions, and hmm. and then it kind of tanked. Yeah, but
0: I totally believe that. And maybe another kind of it almost sounds like empathy training. Like maybe another one would be like. You have to work at the DMV for two days. Mm. <laughs>
1: That's totally it. No grocery like, store. Go both yeah. ends. Like you run a company, and then you
2: have to clean the entire Cleaning company out. in a day or something. You work for <laughs> yeah. that. Start at the bottom floor of that company. Maybe you work your way backwards. Yeah, you start at the top Absolutely. and you work your way down.
0: Oh, you would. It, that would be like the ultimate like mind trip. I love that. <laughs> yeah, you're getting a promotion. You now have less power and less money. And
2: we need you to go to clean the toilets. Do you know who
0: put the rules in to clean the toilets? <laughs> that was me. But that's exactly right. Yeah. You would have,
1: yeah, you would have that kind of common good priority in mind. Yeah. Of like, well, whatever I do is going to affect me in mm-hmm. however long, further so, down the line. Yeah.
0: And I'm sure hmm. that would make that's your company better overall for so many reasons.
1: That's just the premise of undercover boss.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess that's true.
2: But you know, but better, he gets to go back better. to his yeah. wealthy home. Right.
0: He's just like, okay, that was fine. I mean, yeah, ours... these four people are raised. <laughs>
2: and working in in a in a business like they have on that, you know, a big corporate business, there's so much faking when stuff like oh, yeah. that happens. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, does he really know what's going on? Because the owner of whatever franchise or the, the manager the producer. that probably definitely cleaned up the place and oh yeah they just probably didn't tell the two employees that are going to be on the show.
0: Right, because I mean they wouldn't want to make their it'd be like the first thing, like I don't want my company to look bad. Yeah. So I don't worry the producer comes in, don't worry, we'll make sure that everything is cleaned <laughs> up before you come in and we'll get, you know. Definitely. Yeah.
2: Oh, there's so much faking in reality TV.
0: Alright. So what
2: a fun topic.
0: It was a fun topic. Really we
2: got right to the end. <laughs> we strayed a little bit. We still don't have a solid definition of the two. Yeah,
1: no, I, I think we, we did. To, Do we? Well, I guess order, that's kind of true. You can have any system. I would personally vote for a system or to, to learn and speak the language of decentralized priorities. But then you can live in whatever level of mm-hmm. that. As long as you've had some deeply emotionally scarring <laughs> experience. That's all it takes. Everyone
0: <laughs> I think you just you just summarized life in mm-hmm. nutshell. Mm-hmm. I think that's we, perfect. We it out.
2: <laughs> Take on
0: the corporate wolf. <laughs> no, I, I think yeah. Well, well thank you very much, everybody. Mm-hmm. Thanks for thanks for tuning in tuning in. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Ken. <laughs>